This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. I'm in a class, you guessed, and Bemela, he'll excuse any uh, aberrations or whatever. Hopefully everything will be good. Okay. Um, Herrick Tesfar, we're holding. So he says, what I'm trying to explain in this period is that Aristotle has no absolute proof to his shita that the world is Kadman. In other words, um, the, uh, the, the, um, the, the, um, in other words, Aristotle was by him uh, the mumcha, and, and he says, even Aristotle, basically what he's saying is, Aristotle doesn't even claim to have absolute proof. He has arguments, and therefore, somebody argument, and, and therefore it's a question which arguments are better, which are worse. Mm. And it's not as if Aristotle thinks that he has proof. He knows that he has no proof. And it's just that those riots are better. Um, and in other words, when you have proof, you have proof. When you have um, evidence or arguments, so you choose the better, easier arguments that require less to get to it, like uh, what they call Akram's razor, and um, the simpler, shorter solution. The ones that have less doubts, less issues. Um, and I can't believe, it can't be that Aristotle believes that he has proof. Aristotle um, is the one who laid down very clear, uh, uh, a very clear structure of what constitutes a proof, and certainly the things that he that he says do not constitute a proof. Why am I saying this? And what do, what do you care if Aristotle himself thought or not? The later philosophers who see themselves as Aristotelians, believe that he did have a proof. And most of the unenlightened people that philosophize believe that this is what Aristotle held. And he felt everything that he said about this has absolute proof. And it's hard for him to believe that he made a mistake or so. So in other words, the fact that Aristotle is considered the authority and he accepted as proof that the oil is a codman forces people to think that way when, when he never said anything like that. So I will go along with the basic premise about what Aristotle said, but I violate the Atzalai Sparsh Oisabaisa Sashailo. We, um, 
Aristotle himself, it's clear evidence that he didn't think he proved it. That's his books on, on, on nature, on physics. He said, all those who came before me believed that, that motion is eternal, except for Plato. He thinks that motion did come into being and can't stop being. That's what he believes about heavens also. Had Aristotle really um, had Aristotle uh, really proved in his mind this issue? So he wouldn't have to start his points with people who hold like him. In other words, I don't have to say that many people feel that the world is round, except for some people who think it's flat. It's a moot point, and, and I wouldn't, that's not the way, you, the only time you bring in different sheets and days is when it's unclear. He wouldn't have to argue with people who argue against him. If two and two equals four, the fact that every single mathematician felt like that doesn't add or take away from that. So, so it's it's not a, 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 a there is no chachma in saying that. Mm-hmm. And, and if it's been proven, then even if nobody holds like that, it still doesn't become less emis. If I'm able to prove something in a way that I call absolute proof, so opinions are um, of no consequence. In other places, when he tries to say that Shemayim is not, you know, is eternal, he says, we need to clarify. Were Shemayim created or not? Can they stop existing or not? He tries to bring those, the sheets of those who hold that it was created. Had, if we'll say what I'm going to say, people would accept it, the, the smart people would be more accepting. And in other words, I'm presenting the opposite opinions because when they'll compare my opinion to the other people, they'll see I'm much stronger. Because if I wouldn't show you what the other people have to say, my side is weak. And people should not be argue with someone else. So Aristotle starts with a whole shtick of Torah about the people arguing, all the different opinions, being made al emes and so on. That's what they even, and you people who are, who are you know, uh, learning this, uh, can you, do you have any fakers once you act dumb like that? 
Could it be that Aristotle felt he has absolute proof? If he goes through a whole stickle Torah about how people have to listen to each other and accept each other and 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 and, and be model emes, if it's proven, it's proven. Well, what is he talking about? Um, um, and does a person think that his proofs are less if their people don't accept it? Would he care about what's more acceptable, what do people like better? This, this philosophical piece about how it's important to admit the truth. Has a If, if there's absolute proof, would he, would he need to implore that people listen to, 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 to the winning side? If it's proven, it's proven. His point is, what he's saying is, the weight of evidence leans towards me as opposed towards them. That thinking into it seems to indicate that Shemayim was created and, and will, uh, it will uh, um, become Hafsid. I'm sorry, they did not become created, but rather they always existed. He said, if you look at the proofs from, from the Metsias around you, it probably seems to be more right. Aristotle's point is correct, that if you can only evaluate the Metsias around you, this is going to seem more emes. We won't believe that. Um, I just want to add a point. This is an amazing point he's saying. He's saying that Aristotle's points are logically better, but he's going to say later on, because we have the emes through Navua, that outweighs um, the logical points. And it's something that since the point, it's, since it's not absolute, we're going to um, stick with it. I want to use, I want to give a dimion. When people speak about the issues of evolution and the proofs, th there's, there seems to be a need to absolutely demolish that there's any, anything whatsoever. There are no bones, there are no stones, there's, there's nothing, and so on. Um, the Ramam is saying that it's, it's possible that if you do not have... Um, a gilui nevur the emis, and you have, um, and and you have an issue like this. It could be that the physical evidence points in a different direction. And he's saying Aristotle's point is, if if we were just going with logic, it might be the point that we would go with. The thing is, we also know the answer, and so if it was an absolute point, we'd have to try to understand tyrants a different way. But it's certainly not an absolute point. And, you know, whether the evidence indicates more that it's Kadman or not is irrelevant because we know the Amis. The, as he says, um, 
So Aristotle clearly did not think it was proof. The people who follow him did seem to go. All of all these inyanim that, that Aristotle postulated are eternal. I don't think there's any proof. He didn't either believe so. Being able to prove this is impossible. We have no way, no method of possibly um, proving any of it. And we can argue points, but we can't prove. But for Yadata Torah Tvara, for who's there? Basha Inlach Lono Bem Taina, Oyem Dilmetzlenu, Mamarena Behem Lomazekach, Koshaki Mamarena Moilam Kadmanim Loy, Zetor of the Shine. He uses a phrase about something that he feels is, is, is um, undecidable, that he says this is as a difficult issue as whether the world is Kadman or not. In other words, he uses the concept of the world being Kadman or not as a prototype for things that are not really uh, knowable. Avonatzer was a late, a late Mefarish, Tzalfarbi, uh, and he felt that Aristotle, he says a whole shot of what he means over here. He didn't think Aristotle doubted it. So the late Aristotelians are the ones who read it to Aristotle. Aristotle himself had no, he clearly did not think so. None of the things over here, there's no proof for it. He said, people who are simpletons and don't really understand have just kind of blithely said that the great Chacham Aristotle, who is the wise of all people, has been Koivea, that, that the world is Kadman. And they disregard Divin Nevoa because it's not philosophical. Nevoa is given in a certain surah. It's given as a revelation. Something which only Yechidim understand. I will try to show you what the Torah says about it in Prokham to come. Okay, now he says, um, He is going to explain, again, this is just going to be like an overview. Um, that what I feel about the question of Kadmasolam. 
And then I will try to bring the proofs. The Medabrim were the Muslim scholars, um, and he says as far as the riots they brought, any rights a riots a him, I don't buy into it. Veloy ete atzmi sheekra darchatos moivsim, and I can't delude myself when I see their proofs. You know, it's even though I believe in what they're saying, but I think their proofs are worthless. When a person says he has proof for something that's emis, but the proof is nonsense, it doesn't add to my emuna. Um, it weakens it and begs to be refuted. Because when 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 you realize that these riots are nonsense, then you don't even want to believe the premise, which could still be true. And it's better to leave something that has no proofs uh, as such. Um, because I already explained to you what I don't like about the Atinas. We saw it on the previous program. I also, so I don't think the McCollum's proof, the, the, the Madaman's proof is proof. I don't think that Aristotle proved. Um, all of the Tainas that Aristotle had have many them one way or the other. I just want to make note of a point that he's making here. When you try to prop up something that's emis with something that is not emis, then you don't say, well, it can hurt. It hurts. You know, as when people try to, um, to, to have things, someone say, can I, may I, can I stay in the car another 10 minutes? Um, when, 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 when you try to prop up arguments, points, when you bring stories and things that are not emis, and you ke'ilu, um, sell it as being emis, when a person finds out it's not emis, he doesn't just say, okay, so now I don't have the proofs. But tachlis, you usually end up with where everything gets, everything gets, comes crashing down. It's especially true um, when a person can go onto the internet and find any information he wants and anything he wants. So whether it's stories that kind of are not uh, terribly grounded in reality or arguments that have refutations or, or, or whatever it is, you're not, you're, you're, you're making things much worse by presenting it, even if for a, a short while a person buys into it. I'm going to try. The Torah is the one that says that the world is and it's not an impossibility. In other words, Klal Gadol is when something is impossible, we have to reinterpret and understand the Torah in some other way. But when something is possible, but it's just not what I would think, well, that's what the Torah is telling you. And all those quote-unquote riots against it, you will all find ways to refute them. Be a bottle, a soy saraya bemalenu, cashes boiling with 
and and they stop being rights. So the bottom line is logically the world being eternal or created are both possibilities. And the 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 um the reason why I believe what I believe is because Nevoa is something that can shed light on things that Seichel can't get to. After I'll explain how what we believe is possible, I will also try to offer logical arguments. Um, so I feel there are good arguments one against the other. That whatever stretch we have to do to believe that there's a Bri in the world, we need to take a bigger stretch to believe Kadmus. And I'm going to start being a battle now, all the riots in Kadmus. So let's see Perik with Zion. It's a relatively short Perik. Kol Mishadish. Every new event that comes into being, even if the material was there, but it metamorphosized into something else, so if something underwent real change, it's going to be a very different breed than before. A seed that became a, 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 a tree, let's say. Vezulas tivoi gam kein koidim she snoil And we'll have a different nature. But a marshal boy. He gave he, he gives a marshal. Kiteva zera hanekeva vudam bekisov built a tiva base hairoyan. The egg that the woman possesses is one mitzias. When when the zer of the zocha um, hits it, it takes a different, it takes on a different mitzias. And as if, so, we have the stage of it being a cell, the stage of it being a fetus, and the stage of it being born. Each one of them has a whole different source of chayim. And you can't extrapolate from its nature after it's 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 been born to before it's been born. Um, and you can't, you know, each stage is its own stage, and you can't bring rise to what's there before. And if you're going to try to extrapolate from a later stage to an earlier stage, this is going to be very strange. And some things will seem to be implausible, impossible. So he said he gives a marshal. A person is born. And 
So a child is born, his mother nursed him a few months and, and died. The father took the child to some uh, deserted island and decided to grow. So he's raising his child in this deserted island. I guess he didn't buy into it takes a village to raise a child. He did it all himself in a desert island. And he never saw a woman. And he asked his father, he asked one of the men, How did we come to being? But no initially answered him, Everybody grows in the stomach of a, of a human being. But it's not a man like you see, it's, it's in a cave. And it's like you're a little man inside a stomach. You sort of get food in a very strange way in your living. Until you get a certain size. And then he grows to become someone like you. So this, this Yosem is going to be very, very curious in this whole thing. And it's going to ask, let me try to get a, a, understand something. This, this, this little man that's in the stomach, does he eat? Does he breathe? Does he go to the bathroom? You're in the light? I tell him, no. He's going to deny it. He's going to say, it's impossible. He's going to say, He's going to say, take a look around you. Take a look, is there a single person that you know that could stop breathing for a few minutes? So how could a person be enclosed in a little box for a bunch of months, uh, um, let's say somebody would swallow bird. The bird would die. You know, swallow bird, the bird's dead. If a person doesn't eat or drink water, so if nine months you're not eating or drinking, it doesn't make any sense. How can you not go to the bathroom for so long? Um, if a stomach is open for a while, you die. So how could how could he have an open uh, belly button? How could he not stretch his hands and feet? So how does the person have perfect limbs if he didn't stretch them for months? He's going to be very clear to him that a person can't uh, be that way. I, I, I don't have the... I, I took out some pages. Is there is there a Hemshach to this parak or not? Yes, there is a Hemshach. So I, I will, we'll have to hold it here because it's, it's, it's more than a page. How big is the Hemshech? Uh, two three more pages. pages. Two or three more pages. 
Okay, so, so we'll hold it here. But his point is, the point that he's making is as follows. You can't, you know, part of the proof um, at the end of the day, and this is tr it's true is a much bigger picture, all the proofs, like I said, uh, um, that, that you, this is true scientifically, this is true the way the philosophers thought. They look around and say, it, we've never <laughs> seen anything like this, it therefore can't possibly be. It's always you extrapolate from what you know to what's to 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 what's out there. Even things in different civilizations, we have a hard time understanding that it could be because we're not used to it. So 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 a lot of the proofs, and the truth is, so he's talking about the proofs for Kadman. The truth is, um, it's it's a bigger picture to almost all the proofs. This is also one of the issues when you try to prove things by the laws of nature, that something is impossible, are there real impossibilities? Is there something that is impossible in a way that's so intrinsic that it doesn't make sense to say Hashem did differently? Or, or, the, or the concept of impossibility is something now Matthias, that two things can exist in one place at the same time. Um, is, that, is that something that is so impossible that it can't be spoken about as if it could exist, or no, that's that's the, that's all part of reality has created. The, the, the point that the Rama was making here really stretches across a lot more than 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 this particular case. But upon him, he, he he as far as this is concerned, he says the the so-called proofs are all from our Matthias extrapolating outwards. That's something that's. Um, th that's of, uh, by necessity not a proof. And like he gives it mostly over here. Okay, so we'll hold it over here. I'm sorry, I could try to work it out a little bit better uh, um, with getting back for sure and so on. Um, okay, so we'll hold it here in the middle of the period and we'll continue next time. Okay, Thank good you. chat.